So what the hell is a simp anime character? What is appealing about the simp anime that we currently have today? Why do they continue to make such things? And exactly where the fuck did it come from? For something that is actually not that well liked by the anime community as a whole, it's odd that they continue to constantly create anime that fit that genre um, or have that same character archetype. Now, what I mean by that in terms of the simp definition is essentially a main character who happens to fit the qualifications of a, and I hate using this, but a beta male. Because uh, that's not a real thing, alpha, beta, and all that crap. But just to let you understand what the fuck I'm talking about, I'm just going to use that. But, so exactly, what is that? Well, that's someone who sits there and allows a woman to step all over him. Someone who indulges in the Sundere Act. Someone who will sit there and arbitrarily let himself get belittled, bullied, or even mistreated by another woman only for the hopes or the aspirations to one day break the sh outer wall that she has up around her heart and finally allow herself to welcome him with open arms. Essentially, a simp. Who will, uh, someone who will do anything and everything for the woman that he loves while she only has to exist and in the end, as long as she admits that she likes him, then it was all worth it. Regardless of what that might entail, that it'll all be worth it. And this is a terrible archetype, which has taken the anime community by storm, but there's a plethora of reasonings as to why it's such a giant staple within the anime community today, and why it really ain't gonna be going anywhere anytime soon. Um... One of that reasons happens to be the fault of hentai. I'm not kidding. I'm definitely not kidding about this. Um, you're, you're probably thinking right now, the fuck is he talking about? Like, <laughs> like he had me a minute ago, but now he, he went completely fucking stupid. Um, hentai is what's ruining anime? Uh, no. If anything, hentai has always done nothing but progress and keep anime going. But certain booms in genre classifications happen to do certain things to anime as a whole. And the one such genre is NT motherfucking R. You don't know what I'm talking about. I, I'd say look it up, but you shouldn't. But NTR happens to play a huge role in what we currently see as the degradation of an anime main character or the terrible turbulence that goes with rom-com animes or um, just having a main character give himself some type of dominance or structure or call himself from the herd that is the rest of the anime community's um, different characters and whatnot. Long gone are the era of main characters who have muscles, who actually get body definition, who, when they say they're going to go train, they get bigger. Look how look how much the anime Baki is actually being a big boom within people who, um, on Netflix. And that series is literally just about fighting. But in correlation, there is no other series out that basically can, that can contend with that, or at least... Or if anything, give someone the 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 um, that can quench that thirst of just action 
or just just bare knuckle brawling without any of the added BS that's added to it. And if you're thinking of naming a shonen, then I urge you to rethink what you're talking about because again, having superpowers but keeping that same thin body. Um, along with all your multitude of uh, expositions and whatnot, isn't really in the same jargon of what I'm talking about. I'm talking about men who do men shit to get men shit done. In Baki, it's already been stated that these motherfuckers fight just for the sake of fighting, and there's never any real giant goal in um, in it for them. Um, you know, no one's trying to win a grand prize. No one's doing this to revenge their father or anything like that and it's like these motherfuckers just want to fight and that's all that they're doing and that's the world that they live in and they don't care who what when where or why they have to throw down they will throw down and it's awesome and it's now during a time in which the anime community has become a proverbial desert it is the one of the few oases that pops up that people can generally enjoy uh, King and Ashura tried to do something like that, but essentially de- came out during the time of night had the had the falseness of being not only a Netflix anime but also a three D a majority three D anime, and not too many people really indulge in that unless they kind of you know unless they either got a, themselves a solid fan base to come off of, or the animation itself can make up for a lot of its shortcomings, which King and Ashura did not have. So sucks for them, but. It actually was in um, an okay manga. But again, this is not the first time we've seen something like that actually happen. As Berserk, when it tried to get redid, and as much as everyone like claims that they like Berserk, remember what they did to that anime. Um, you know, they made, like, it's a it was a manga that was just stylized and was famed for its beautiful artwork. And then they just turned the whole goddamn thing 3D. And it flopped. So, <laughs> just... A terrible adaptation speaks wonders and volumes for exactly the presence that an anime itself might hold. But, back to my point, is that most anime now that are just constantly talked about or critically acclaimed or things like that, um, and these are harsh words to use in the anime community because something that's critically acclaimed doesn't actually necessarily mean that it's actually good. It just means it's the flavor of the month, which is a driving force within the anime community, is that most animes become the flavor of the month, and then people move the fuck on. And so then, because of that, whatever was the flavor of month is quickly forgotten. Like, very quickly. <laughs> Sad but true. But... For the most part, how does this pertain to hentai? Well, the NTR genre, um, as I was supposed to talk about before, the NTR genre basically had a huge boom with at one one fine day somewhere along the line, it just became a big old thing to constantly draw uh, hentai that in, um, encouraged the concept of a wife being either um, cheating on her husband and the husband not being aware of it or him actually being aware of it, which is cockholding, and um, him just condoning and approving of said actions. This shit trickles down into anime because anime people are constantly late in the update or upkeep in exactly what it is people want to see in anime, especially when it refers to manga um, or light novel adaptations. 
simply because of the fact that, you know, most animes that are made are done at a gamble, but a lot of them are not made or created with the um, object or prospect in mind that this will spark some type of longevity. This will be something that we can continue doing for a very good amount of time. They're usually done with the mindset of, I could squeeze a season out of this. About 26 episodes, 24. Now it's just 13. So that made it even worse. But it's still it's still present today. But the thing is, is that because anime itself constantly goes with the flavor of the month, anime creation is constantly done with the flavor of the month in mind rather than longevity, which subsequently is what anime itself is, considering how long a lot of the series actually are in manga or light novel form. Yet, they get their adaptation, motherfuckers only get 13 episodes, and you wonder, what the fuck shit went wrong? So again, how does this pertain to hentai? Well, again, what's popular in hentai would also pertain as what would be popular in anime. So, NTR isn't really that big of a thing that you would want to see in the anim- in anime itself, but the object, um, the the absolute concept of a main character being subservient to the female is. That's something you can get away with showing to kids Saturday nights on ABC. Not showing this big fat round dude raping a, a housewife next door because he feels like it and she's letting it. And then the husband is just kind of jerking off alone in the bedroom crying. So how do you water that shit down? Well, easily. You get yourself something like Rent a Girlfriend, where you literally have a main dude indulging in a prostitution without any type of sex, <laughs> which is the stupidest fucking thing in the world. And it's like, well, how do we, how do you, how do you get some symbolism of the 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 wonder that is NTR without actually being NTR, but then adding in other quirks that make anime popular? Well. In Rent-A-Girlfriend, you have a main character who's paying a girl to actually be his girlfriend. Um, This girl literally does not do anything to him, despite the fact that he's paying her buku amounts of money. Um, Which he continues to do, which which then makes it even more ridiculous when later on, because again, they have sprinkled other shit from other anime in it to keep it interesting, they then add other women who then become interested in him, only because he now has a girlfriend or he just didn't realize they were interested in him beforehand. And now what you do is that you have him have mixed feelings with actually getting with women who who actually have feelings for him or his, the prospect of him actually staying with the woman whom he is paying to stay with him, who then will constantly keep her actual feelings for him closed off or kept to herself without any real showmanship that she really does care for him anything like that which allows him to continue his relationship with her under the guise that maybe hopefully something might come out of this and i possibly won't have to pay her in order for her to like me sounds really fucking stupid doesn't it right but it is an anime that was incredibly popular and it did fairly well why because that is that's as close as you could possibly get to the concept of an NTR. Cuckholding, to, to basically be a cuck, <laughs> is something that anime aspired to um, without it actually having the holding part. So how do you portray a cuck? And it's like, well, that's one of the ways. And 
again, much like NTR, this has been done for years. You know, like the, having the simp anime character. It, the shit has been in anime for a long fucking time. But just like with NTR, at some point there was a boom. And it's just when there was just a mass demand for it, they just start pumping out anime like that over and over and over again. Now, let's also understand that, again, like I said, there are multiple um, variables that allowed for this bullshit to happen. One such variable is the new uh, is streaming and uh, streaming services. I mean, like, look at the real world in terms of what you would regard or talk about as a simp. Uh, think about how Twitch streamers are essentially women who are behind a screen doing the bare minimum aside from just existing and being attractive and people are legitimately spending money on looking at these women when porn is free <laughs> and again there are a lot of people out there who do this shit to have the girlfriend experience without actually getting a girlfriend which is really weird because the amount of money that they're spending on these girls that are giving them in the experience the experience if they actually went out and talked to a girl, they could actually have a real girlfriend and it wouldn't just be the experience. But I digress. But again, you can see how that same mindset flows into fucking anime and it's basically rotting it from the inside out right now. And uh, it all drags on. And it's like, because anime itself kind of puts a mirror up to a lot of nerd-esque culture and shows you the true intentions or what people are really willing to look at and try to um and try to basically sell you <laughs> even though it's complete and utter bullshit but everyone around you might say oh no it's good it's good it is good you just gotta keep looking at it what, what's the new anime now the thing about a girl who legit is bullying a senpai who's just such a pathetic man that he will never go against anything she has to say. He's just constantly just letting himself get bullied. And then all of this is under the guise that she's in, she's enjoying the torment that his that he shows when he gets bullied. But at the same time, she actually likes him. So the series itself is going to end with them either revealing their feelings for one another or just keeping their relationship at the exact stagnant that it is. To where he's just constantly being bullied. She's constantly bullying him. Neither of them are admitting their feelings for each other. But everything's okay. And he allows it to happen. Because he's subsequently shown. Just in small little pockets. That she has her sweet side. She has a niceness to her. Maybe she won't keep treating me like a little bitch. My whole life. Maybe maybe there's more. <laughs> there's just. there's There's gotta be something more. And that's fucking stupid, dude. <laughs> when any self-respecting man wouldn't put up with shit like that. But there you go. <laughs> but there is an anime that shows that. And people are looking at it. And that's terrible. I'm not saying that the I'm not saying that the anime is terrible. I'm saying that condoning said uh concepts within anime is terrible. Because it's been done before. It's been done multiple times and there's no change in the variation of it, especially considering what all it's doing is degradating the men. And then realistically, there have never been any positive aspects of um, 
really no positive aspects of men in anime, you know, outside of like hardcore shonen or um, anything that kind of, and then even in then, uh, really a lot of them are kind of tiltering. But but nothing that you can look at and you'd be like, now that right there, that's a man. <laughs> and it's like, he don't put up with no bullshit. He don't allow bullshit to happen. But we don't get that. And I, you know, I'm going off on a tangent here, but I will, I, I do blame the concept of, well, I do uh, cast one of the faults of that is the new concept of Twitch streaming, or not Twitch streaming, but just streamers in general. And how that mindset correlates to what we now get in anime is the fact that we have a subsequent boom of people who are willing to allow to just waste so much and do so much for women who barely even acknowledge their existence. And so when you put a mirror up to something like that, and essentially all you get is just the just Lois Lane and Superman times a thousand, where essentially motherfucker has to be able to fly and breathe in space and lift, um, jump tall buildings in a single bound and whatnot, only to be with someone who is less deserving of any of your admiration. But for whatever reason, you don't see it as I have options. You just see it as this is my only option. And I don't know why that is a thing. I mean, that's one of the reasons why I hate Superman is because of that fact. <laughs> but it, it just, it fits so perfectly in my example. But there is now a ridiculous, ridiculous amount of backing behind making anime that fit this qualification. Uh, the anime I was talking about um, earlier, the one where the girl is bullying the guy, the senpai, I do not like that anime. I think that it's terrible. The concept of it is stupid, and I don't find that funny or entertaining. Realistically, it's been, like, it, there's multiple times in the anime itself where you would look at it and see different things, and you would just kind of question to yourself, like, you know, what man would put up with that? But at the same time, this kind of leads into another problem that um, correlates to why simp anime is 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 the way that it is, is basically a cultural difference. And that is that Japanese culture itself kind of correlates that men indulge in this passive behavior and passive attitude towards shit. The only problem is, is that anime itself is targeted majority, uh, a majority, uh, well, technically, all of anime is targeted towards the Japanese audience. Now we're starting to get an abundance of things that are trying to hit a wide variety of different people and different stuff, but at its core, the shit that comes on TV over there is targeted towards the Japanese audience. I'm not talking about the Netflix stuff and all that. No, 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 no. Now I'm talking about the shit that comes on their TV channels over there is targeted towards their audience. And there still is far more anime that do that than anime that gets streamed. But the thing is that it's targeted towards its Japanese core audience who so happens to watch anime. And those types of people are the lowest of the low in their society because anime is still looked down upon in Japan. Something that, for whatever reason, anime aficionados in America just can't fucking wrap their minds around. This is also one of the problems of comic book people jumping into anime because they don't understand, cultural-wise, what anime itself means for Japan as well as who the target audience is, is in Japan when they bring anime over here and essentially what you're getting. 
you're not getting something that just happened to be different. You're getting something that's different, but it has still that target audience that it's trying to meet. And much how comic books themselves are trying to branch out and do different things and it's suddenly biting them in the ass because they're losing they're losing the grip on who their target audience is. Anime has become such a niche genre that it's only targeting its target audience. And because of that, it has left itself no type of room to grow. And it's kind of choking itself right now in the create in a creative aspect. Um, I mean, they they've gone so far as to I mean, once they got into the boom of hitting up light novels rather than continuing just adapting manga, it became very present. Um, president that uh, anime was kind of forgetting or losing focus on exactly what could truly be a big time, big heart, um, you know, a big time seller or a big anime that will spark up a lot of noise and you know, like make people keep constantly wanting to come back and back to it and whatnot. And you have things like Sword Art Online, which was a big hit of an anime, considering that it has so many goddamn sequels and whatnot, but. In its entirety, the thing itself was created almost as a weird shoujo pseudo harem with a romance aspect that kind of is ridiculous considering that you have the main character and another character admit that they love each other, but then you just have the follow-up series of the main character constantly attracting different women for whatever reason, and it goes nowhere with that, but that's constantly what the subplots of Sword Art Online are. And now it's even classified as a harem, when it totally is not. <laughs> but that's just, that's what they do. <laughs> that's just what Sword Art Online do. It's, it's very bad, very bad. And it's, so, and it's so far gone from the original premise that a lot of people got introduced into, that you wonder why and how has it been surviving for so fucking long. I couldn't tell you that. <laughs> but just know that, it was just one of those lucky ones that came out of the gate running, and it just kept running. And, you know, it lost a few people along the way, myself included, but it doesn't mean that it's still not keeping its head above the water. You know, it's still selling enough to justify making more and more seasons of the shit, more and more episodes of it. So, more power to you. I mean, the same thing can go, the same thing can be said for the Fate Stay um, series, which has been around for a very long time but much like the whole concept of a simp main character just out of nowhere boom <laughs> something popped off that allowed it to continue to expand and grow and now it's at where it's at where it has some of the most beautiful animation in anime today but a lot of people don't even get to see it because they can't follow the story because it's a continuation of a continuation of a light novel of a light novel web comic series whatever the fake stay stuff is confusing. <laughs> you could ask a friend to explain it to you, and I guarantee you, you will be very confused. <laughs> but it's just like that's just something. That's just how anime is right now. To where I mean, the proof is in the pudding. Realistically, because um, it's not like this shit hasn't been done before, as far as anime is concerned. Because back in the day, back in like what the the late nineties uh, of anime, realistically, the um, things that essentially, you know, because all right, because like this is weird, but Japanese primary culture is American pop culture. 
Like, if you didn't know that, like that, that this is this is actually very true. You have to like look it up. I, I know I had to. Um, when I, I found this out, like looking up stuff. But our pop culture is their primary culture, and their actual like uh, wearing um, wearing kimonos, uh, yakatas, and um, the Shinto religion and things like that. That's more so their secondary culture. The thing is, which which I believe, what I found incredibly cool is that they still keep up with those traditions to this day, and you know, that that's really awesome to me because hey, be, like be damned if you see any shit like that in America. <laughs> like we get Civil War reenactments, but that's not a culture thing. That's kind of a stupid fucking thing to do. <laughs> let's war, let's let's reenact the war we lost. Why? I don't know, but I want to be on the losing side. Why? I don't know. <laughs> it just seemed like the good thing to do. Oh, the Battle of Bunker Hill. <laughs> so, I mean, like, that's, it's it's crazy, but it's very interesting that they still do stuff like that, and I actually find it really cool within Japanese culture that they have that. But again, that's their secondary culture. That's not their primary culture. And the thing is, is that you can see, you can see how our influence in their primary culture affects anime as a whole, considering that as soon as Americans got into anime, or when anime became a huge hit over here, thank you, um, Toonami, um, it affected anime a great deal, a very great deal, because anime itself was incredibly stagnant and stale. But the thing is, is that when they were looking for cheap content to bring over here, even though anime was a very, like, the, the underground of the underground <laughs> shit back in the day. I mean, in the 80s, you still got anime over here in America, but you'd be damned if you were able to get it easily. Um, or, or like, you see it on TV or anything like that. It was, like, it was rare, very rare, but it happened. But, I mean, when we did get anime, realistically, it came out in Japan years ahead of time. But we were kind of getting the crumbs of the shit that they were that they were kind of done over and done with. Because it's like, eh, it came, they saw, and they, they left it alone. And we got it. And then the things that they considered, you know, not up to par with what they were used to, we considered amazing. And then when they showed us the things that they considered amazing, we considered it shit. <laughs> and then because their culture is based off of our culture, when like based off of our popular culture, when our popular culture demands that something is shit, their culture's demands that it's shit. <laughs> Do you see how that happens, like how that works? It's a very weird, fucked up system. But that's essentially what has been defining anime for the longest now. And one of the biggest examples of this is Cowboy Bebop. If you didn't know, Cowboy Bebop and, uh, and Trigun both flopped in Japan. Bad, like hard. <laughs> like, they flopped hard. They did not like the shit. Yet, it came over to America, and people will swear up and down that some of their favorite anime series to date. Hell, a lot of people even consider Cowboy Bebop to be one of the greatest anime of all time. I'm not one of those people, but it is up there. It's just a really fucking good, amazing anime. And after learning that Japan did not like it, <laughs> it was like, it makes you go, huh? <laughs> and then it kind of helps you understand exactly why they do the shit that they do in anime um, now. When you see that they looked at something like Cowboy Bebop and was like, wow, this is some bullshit. <laughs> and it's like, I don't get this at all. Yet you have aficionados now talking about breaking down and 
um, bringing up shit about Cowboy Bebop and just expressing like how amazing it was. And just for the life of me, you just sit there and it's like, just imagine sitting there when this came out on TV in Japan and a little kid looking at, or like somebody looking at this and being like, nah. <laughs> yet I remember staying up late at night on Adult Swim, like watching Adult Swim for some Cowboy Bebop and being like, oh yeah, here we go. <laughs> Play that tank for me, baby. <laughs> I mean, I, like one of my first uh, anime movies that I've ever bought was the Cowboy Bebop movie. Um, and I loved it. Like it was way before it even came out on Adult Swim. I just found out that Cowboy Bebop had a movie. I lived in Texas. I went to a Suncoast. I saw that they had a Cowboy Bebop movie and I was like, oh, I got to see this. Bought it watched it, loved it, seen it so many goddamn times, it's ridiculous. But that's just, that's kind of the flow and the weird, the weird architect, no, the weird aesthetic that is to be an anime fan. To the point where as much as we might scream that something is shit, because essentially Japan is slow to the upkeep in terms of how we perceive anime, it's getting to the point where they they themselves find some shitty stuff popular and then they circle and then like that just becomes regurgitated and copied and whatever because it's like hey this was mine like minusculely popular in terms of the anime community so let's copy it as another anime that's like has similar themes but with different characters a little bit and just kind of tone down some aspects raise up another aspect and bam we're regurgitating and make this anime all over again and then we'll just keep recycling this system over and over and over and over and over again now it's gotten to the point where literally every season you're getting either um at first it was a harem anime and now it's an isekai anime and um pretty soon i believe the next one is going to be uh what's the uh, next one ah fuck it was just on the tip of my tongue um Jesus Christ, I can't, I, <laughs> I forgot, I forgot, it's, it's another one that's starting to slowly creep up, but it's, uh, it's almost gonna overtake Isekai, but it's gonna, it's gonna be a while before it do, but Isekai is now the one that, like, every season, we're getting a brand new Isekai anime, no matter what, and that's ridiculous, and crazy, but, and it's like, it doesn't mean, like, like, me personally, I actually happen to be a fan of the Isekai um, genre, I'm a bigger fan of the harem drama. Problem is, there's absolutely, like, there's like three, three or four anime out there that are in the harem genre that I actually care, that I actually think are good. Everything else is a piece of shit. So why do I call it my favorite genre? I don't know. I just like the concept of dudes surrounded by a bunch of women. <laughs> but at the same time, no anime has ever gave me that. It has proven to be that concept wholeheartedly to where it was like, hey, this is a dude surrounded by a bunch of women. All right. And I was like, well, what do you get? Well, you get this little bitch surrounded by a bunch of women. Well, what's going to happen? Absolutely nothing because you can't show titties Friday nights on ABC. Oh, gay. It's like, I don't want to see this. Exactly. Me neither. I hate harems now. <laughs> and essentially, they tried to mash that together. So you got a bunch of isekais that try to do harems because they sit there and go, well, now they're outside of Japan. They're in a fantasy world. You can fuck as many women as you want. Can he? No, he's still Japanese. Ugh. <laughs> what does that mean? Hand-holding is as far as they're going to go. No touchy. <laughs> My pee-pee place is a special place. <laughs> My mama said, no touchy unless you're married. <laughs> okay. But 
what what I'm getting at is that essentially now we've gotten to the point where um, most people who are getting into anime are getting into anime under the guise of how the Japanese get into anime. So essentially, it's now this weird um, Ouroboros, you know, the snake eating its own tail. It's a weird version of that because essentially Japanese, the Japanese pop culture, the Japanese main culture comes from our pop culture. So whatever our pop culture deems as such, the Japanese will immediately deem it as such. The Japanese look down on anime fans in Japan, but the Japanese itself is actually using anime as one of their major booming points for their, um, um, for like this economic growth that they have going on. But the Japanese society itself looks down on anime fandom and like people who actually indulge in anime but the but the country is actually using that fandom to expand and to grow people into actually going into japan see how weird this is getting and then because of that people who are now being exposed to a lot of the stuff that's happening within the japanese um expansion of what is called like the, the cool japan project or whatever are being showcased anime that the japanese considers cool or good and things like that so then because of that the people who are not getting into anime because anime is far is becoming far more prevalent in how we um get it and can absorb it we no longer have to wait for the japanese to finish watching it then give our variation of it and then afterwards it becomes a cross to the japanese that hey the americans actually like this even though our people like that and then it just was creating this weird little influx of anime for a very short while back in like the 2000s or whatever. But now, since we're getting it as soon as they get it, our cult, like our people who are into the anime fandom are essentially agreeing with the Japanese opinions of the anime fandom by going that, yeah, this is good because it's something that you guys would like. <laughs> and so because of that now the japanese are going from off of what we're saying as yes it's good because it's something that you guys like and then now we have this weird in between cross snake eating itself uh, cross but uh, we have this weird snake eating its own tail um concept going on where realistically everyone is essentially basing and judging anime off of what other people are considering popular, but not under the guise of it actually being something meaningful, which is why we're getting so many anime that are just flushed out, pushed to the wayside, and people just don't care about, while we, like, the time, the actual anime that are considered groundbreaking or amazing or, like, just incredibly good aren't appearing, it's like, are just, just not appearing if they ever were. Now it's getting to the point where animes are just giving an immediate pass to being great simply because it has amazing animation, which is a bad thing <laughs> because if the animation is all that you need in order for an anime to be considered good, then what the fuck, then, then realistically, you can watch a Disney cartoon and feel the exact same goddamn way, but that's not it. It's all, it should be more. That should be what we which is what we asked from anime in the very beginning, is that it gave us more than just pretty colors. There was depth, there was complexity, there was character growth, there was development, there was fantastic moments that reigned within people's hearts forever. There were, there were main characters who were, far, who were identifiable based off of their traits alone, um, outside of just how they looked. And it's like their actions, their heart, like their mannerisms, those things were that characters on their own. Now, 
you couldn't tell me the last harem anime main character or and then try to separate the difference between him and the next anime that's about to come out or anime that came out about five years ago in terms of it saying that it has a harem anime protagonist they all fit the same fucking build because it's just the same cookie cutter uh main characters thrown out of there and yes, you can protest that, you know, a lot of harem animes or these new rom-com shits and things like that are done under the guise of, you know, they want a character to seem relevant. So a blank slate is necessary. But that has been proven time and time again that that is never the case. And is that and in actuality, some of the most popular romance stories um, in anime or harem stories in anime or even isekai stories in anime have had main characters who actually had a defiant personality trait they themselves weren't a blank slate they were characters that you could identify with whether you liked them or you didn't they were their own person and that is what made them special so now we're getting to the part of essentially this the concept of the simp anime yes he finally got back around to it the the concept of the simp anime character itself is that he is a blank slate but he's a blank slate that is so desperate for any type of female interaction that he's willing to do anything from that the female wants in order to be with her regardless of what that actually entails they're quick to jump into a relationship with each other regardless of how toxic or ridiculous that concept of a relationship is what is it um i'm the familiar of a zero it's something with a girl with pink hair and, I, and pink hair anime characters are just the worst but um that that's like on like the second season of that it, like the main character immediately just admits that he likes the girl but there's no reason for him to actually like the girl then afterwards he's just surrounded by other girls who just constantly are trying to approach him he's not really he's not really liking it but because the girl just sees it as other girls talking to him she immediately gets upset and mad and she winds up constantly hurting him and you just can't help but think what person in their right mind would stay in a relationship with like this why would they continue to push this as something that i'm supposed to be considered as a actual nice romance story because halfway through this like she is nice or like they might kiss or hug or something like that that's not romance that's that's fucking stockholm syndrome you, you goddamn idiots but we're now at the point where anime itself is really tr really hard at trying to find a difference between the two <laughs> it's like we're getting shit that essentially is being shoved down our throats as romance when it's by all means an accord fucking sick um jobless isekai which is which is like one of the first um light novel isekais out there but it's like one of one of the ones that's like late to the party again turned into an actual anime adaptation people praise the hell out of it but honestly i don't like it it's really bad <laughs> and honestly a lot of the praise comes from it is from people immediately talking about the visual aesthetics of it but as far as main characters go there's got to be one of the worst protagonists that have ever donned anime's door as it is a 30 some year old man trapped inside of a 10 year old boy's body yet he keeps doing ridiculously pervy shit when you think about the fact of who he is as a person towards these underage little girls you can't help but go dude you're sick <laughs> and it's like that's sick and again that also appropriates the lowly concept that's going on in anime that just will never go away no matter how hard we try to fight it but that's its own uh bag of <laughs> a bag of shit but it's just all of that stems just from the same concept of like you know just 
they're they're terrible <laughs> but it's it's terrible but because it's popular we can get away with doing it but in the long run that's not gonna hold up now there's been such an influx over the um over like the distaste um over the disdain of other cultures starting to get into anime that they've noticed that the lack of um the the lack of uh what you what you call it um the, the I'll just say yeah the, the lack of holding back on the aspect of having little girls be completely and overly sexualized in anime has resulted in them doing shit to where they try to slyly go over the lowly concept now where it's like um it'll be uh it's a kid that ain't really a kid there's something that makes it not really a kid so you can constantly get away with that shit um the Baka no Montagari series the lowly that they have on there is either the main dude's little sister which is really fucked up or his little sisters, which is fucked up in itself because incest is also a big thing within anime. Or you have it to where that lowly has something special about them. They're actually this many years old. They just look this young or something like that and trying to get away or get around that aspect. But it's all terrible, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but it's just that's just it's a part of anime and they'll they'll be damned if they let it go that quickly when it's still something that's a driving force that drives people to look at anime but also you have to remember these are also the same things that make the japanese people look at people who enjoy anime and shit like that and look down at them because it is fucked up and gross and bad but the japanese um society itself needs to expand anime and they're not going to get rid of any things that are prevalent within anime culture in order to appease the masses who are not buying or partaking anything in the anime culture uh literally the exact opposite of what um american comic book artists are doing today <laughs> oh shit oh man that was funny <laughs> you know uh, like <laughs> hey we do not like seeing lesbians in our comic book guess what punk i'm gonna keep making lesbians and put them in the comic book how come we're not selling comic books well because apparently lesbians don't like comic books <laughs> but we got lesbians in the comic books now okay i don't know what to tell you man <laughs> Maybe we should appease those dudes that have been reading comic books. How the fuck are we going to appease them? I don't know. Take the lesbians out of the comic book or make the guy in the comic book get with the lesbians. <laughs> now you're a misogynist. Get out of here. You're fired. I'm your boss and you're canceled now. <laughs> Did you just assume my rank? <laughs> you're canceled, you son of a bitch. But it, it's, it's weird that this is kind of what all stems in the creation of like the the now prevalent simp anime character but it i swear to god it all it if you don't get what i'm saying i promise me it makes sense i i am not saying that i agree with the concept nor do i condone the actions of like the simp of the current simp anime character i'm totally fine with a dude getting smacked around by a girl every now and again it funny is funny but I'm not okay with a main character who essentially makes that the entirety of his life. The joke is that I get smacked around by this girl. 
How is that a joke? <laughs> How do you allow your life to be lived this way? Bullying is a huge problem within um, the Japanese society, and yet there are a multitude of animes that showcase that being bullied is totally cool because it might mean that the girl secretly likes you. She just won't tell you. The fuck? <laughs> And and I, I've always thought that that was incredibly stupid and dumb, but when they showcase it in anime, it just makes you go, like, you know, in their society, this is actually a thing, like an actual problem that they have going on. It, it leads to some terrible outcomes and situations. So why is this glorifying it? Well, it's supposed to be funny. To who? Well, to whoever indulges in this shit. But from what I can tell... Both sides of the spectrum actually don't enjoy it. Why the fuck do we keep making it? I don't know. <laughs> and it's just, it, it's so weird that that essentially is like the the overall like concept behind all of this stuff. But we're going to keep getting an abundance of anime main characters who do some of the dumbest and idiotic things. And they will be classified as simps, and they will be classified as weak beta males or people who do just the bare minimum to stick out and are constantly just around for no apparent reason whatsoever. And they're defined by the actions that are placed by other people. Uh, so terrible. <laughs> but that, for the longest, has been a very big staple within anime. But it's just out of... It's just recently it has become far more it has become far more of a of a of a it, it it basically it just it became popular for no reason it got its boom it, it just it blew up out of nowhere became popular and you got to strike while the iron is hot so i will urge people to bear bear with it just for a little bit you're going to get an abundance of anime that have main characters that fit this archetype of just weak-willed, pathetic men. And it's going to be terrible. But until it finally reigns true and the community itself has, has allowed itself to just stop indulging in this shit, then they're going to keep making it. And I feel, I really am, I really do feel bad. Because you're not going to get help from the new comic book community that's starting to move over into anime and the manga because they're jumping into it believing that this is all that it is without knowing that this is what it became <laughs> you see what i'm saying like that's that's another problem but that's something else that, that's going on where it's like realistically comic book people are gonna fuck up anime big time because they don't get it they're just jumping into they're jumping into the pool and they don't know how to swim. <laughs> that's all. That's all that it is. And then it was like they're jumping into the pool. They don't know how to swim. They know how to swim in their pool, but their pool totally different. This is a whole new fucking world. It's similar, but it's a whole new world. People who um, play JRPGs can protest to this when it comes to like anime uh, and manga fans. And it's like you think you know what a JRPG is going to do because you've seen anime or manga. It's similar. But it's a whole different world. <laughs> it's like, it really is. I had a friend of mine who uh, friggin' uh, played, uh, like he played Final Fantasy X 
and he played Final Fantasy 13. And then I was telling him, I was like, dude, you got to grind. And then he was like, what? And I was like, dude, you, I was like, you don't just, just keep going. I was like, you need to keep fighting monters and level up. I was like, what are you crazy? This is a Final Fantasy game. And then he was like, what are you talking about? I was like, you don't play these games like you do normal games. He's like, well, I played 10. I was like, yeah, you played 10 when you were younger. He's like, you were able to understand this shit. I was like, now you're older and you just, you, you've been gone. <laughs> and I was like, you've been gone from this world and you need to understand. I was like, dude, jumping into this shit, you need to grind. Got so bad he had to buy the strategy guy for, um, <laughs> for 13. <laughs> I still haven't beat it. I, just, I did not like the game. <laughs> Get to choose what party members I play with. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> like, that sucks. That's game. But, like, like again, I say, it, it's, it's something that we just have to bear, you have to ride the storm out. Eventually, it will get old. It's going to take a while because it's going to be overshadowed by, const, by that, that rabble-rousing of people who will constantly look at the other shit, the, the other newer stuff, and just talk about how great that is in comparison to everything else. And then realistically, once the other shit starts to fade away, then we'll stop seeing it as much. I mean, the thing with the girl is teasing her senpai right now is getting praised to all, all outdoors by a bunch of idiots simply because of the fact that, hey, the creator of it, um, well, the artist of it did um, uh, Dojin or Hentai. And it's like, yeah, when he did that shit, it was cool. But now you made something that essentially is just really fucked up in terms of showcasing anything. And the thing is, is that, hey, uh, harem and hentai drawers kind of do the exact same thing, where it's like, they stick to one thing that they're good at, and that's all that they do, because that's what their fan base becomes. And when they try to jump into regular shit, they tend to make it bad. <laughs> and it's like, if you don't, if they're not allowed to have, have, um, add sex to it, their stories are shit for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> it's just, it's like they keep doing that. It's so weird, but it's like, yo, when you had when you had a hentai, oh, it was great. <laughs> it was like, well, when you had a regular story, what what the fuck happened? I don't know. <laughs> it's like you didn't know how to make a dude. And it was like you had a dude just plowing through women all the time. And it was like, why couldn't you have that same big dick energy brought on to a regular series? Nah, uh, think I need to make him a little bitch. Oh my goodness. Uh, it's terrible, but that's like it, that's what keeps happening. <laughs> so, I, 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 I can't tell you exactly when it started because this has been a cultural thing within the Japanese for the longest by having their men be completely docile. But the same thing is, is that they want their women to be that way as well. So it's one of the fucked up things. It was like you see anime that have a typical high school student. And it's a boy who's constantly screaming and crying and worrying about shit that happening all the times when he's thrown into whatever situation or whatnot. But realistically, that is the average high school student of the perspective from the person who created the series, who is a mangaka. And the thing is, is that mangaka are not average people, <laughs> especially within Japanese society. So it's the average perspective of someone who was not average when they were in high school. So what the fuck do you know about being average at anything? <laughs> so when you showcase shit that is supposed to show me or tell me what is supposed to be done as like the average typical male or the average female, I am bound to look at it. I look at it with questionable eyes because I know for a fact that's not what that is. 
It's like the concept of a girl that's like completely perfect or is the idol of the school. That I do not see as a thing because you don't go to school and you know as one girl is the prettiest girl in the entire school. You see a girl and if you're very attracted to her, then that's a given. But it's not like other people aren't dating other people. Hell, people have sex in high school. But anime would be damned if they showcase that that's what's going on in school. <laughs> Everyone's this happy, cheery, happy-go-lucky person just waiting to act somebody out at the school festival. When, for a fact, people fucking, <laughs> they fucking right now. <laughs> it's like, don't you know? Nah, man. <laughs> it's like, it's weird. Hentai shows that. But anime and manga, nah. <laughs> And be like, yo, people in high school fucking all the time. What? <laughs> and anime and manga are like, oh, no, you only do that when you get married. After four years and you only have one kid. That's it. <laughs> and I'd be like, that bitch pregnant now in the first year of high school. <laughs> Her and three other bitches. <laughs> why they've been fucking <laughs> where do you think people don't fuck in high school i wasn't fucking high school duh you were drawing my girl, bitch you're not normal <laughs> oh shit oh fuck but it's uh, uh, uh i just keep saying it's terrible but that's just that's just the way it is right now so i i can see the concept of the simp anime stuff blowing over um, going down eventually. Uh, right now, we're starting to get far more interest into action and um, and much better storytelling than anime. The shonen shit ain't going away anytime soon. Um, that that's just because of nigga anime fans, and I don't mean this is black anime fans, but I mean nigga anime fans, ignorant motherfuckers who like anime. They will keep shonen alive until their dying days. And the thing is, is that shonen is just getting worse and worse and worse as time goes on because nigga anime fans don't give a damn for quality. <laughs> they they basically represent the concept. They they represent wholeheartedly the people who go like, oh yeah, this anime is great because it's pretty. And it's like, well, what is the story to tell? Eh, it's not a big of a deal, but it's pretty. <laughs> and it's like like most shonen shit now is like really the same regurgitated stuff over and over and over again. They it's that's a clear-cut case of what I'm talking about as the inevitable when shit just doesn't change, and that's the shonen genre. And it's like, that all that could possibly happen with all of the genres. I believe that's going to be the case with um, Isekai. But, um, that, uh, and it, it already has with um, Harem. But um, that's just essentially what it's boiled down into. And it's, it's sad that that's what it, it does, but eventually... You get, you like people just like start stepping over that shit, <laughs> and it was like those who indulge in it and stay there just stay there, but other people begin to step over it, and then they're able to progress the rest of the anime on further. <laughs> so that that's kind of what you gotta hope for. Um, it's like yeah, hope it doesn't become this stagnant, ever flowing uh, Ouroboros, but it becomes something that eventually gets improved and changed. So that you don't have to deal with it ever again. But is it because if it's Ouroboros, it's just going to stay there. And it's just like only a few people are going to indulge in it. But you get to you can easily just step over it. You don't need to be a part of that. So 
I do wholeheartedly hope the simp shit ends um, soon. It's going to be a while, but I want it to end soon. And I would like for there to be more story-oriented anime that actually has a lot going for it in terms of um, character development, uh, interesting story, or basically breaking the mold of um, typical uh, anime cliches that are endearing and actually worthwhile. Because there are anime out there who take all the cliches and just become fucking amazing because they're able to hit that shit perfectly. And I love when they do stuff like that, but I love I love just as much when they go out of formula and they just like throw people for a loop and it becomes something that's amazing. So, you know, when we get past everyone just essentially copying everything else to make a quick buck, and once those bucks stop coming in, they got to jump into something else. And that's going to take a while, and hopefully the new edition of people getting into anime don't fuck that up for everybody else, but... It becomes something in the long run that everyone can really appreciate and enjoy. And I just, I can't wait for this shit to get over with because these characters that they are showing are not characters that I can relate to. Because for the life of me, I don't consider them men at all. So that's all I wanted to say. Um, that's all I wanted to talk about with this. Um, check out, uh, this has been um, Fun With Flame. Check out more of my stuff on anchor.fm slash Flame. Um, but this has been Fun With Flame. I've been your host, Daniel The Flame. And as always, good people, hope you had fun.